Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is The World in 10 from The Times of London on Thursday, the 29th of December. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Amy Gill. The US becomes the latest to crack down on COVID. It wants people coming in from China to take tests. They basically just said, we don't trust the Chinese data because the Chinese have said, we're going to stop publishing uh, regular data. We're perhaps going to stop sharing information about uh, possible variants, all of which alarmed the US Centers for Disease Control. And Russia rejects President Zelensky's peace plan. Ukraine is brave because there is no other choice to be brave, right? Let's start with that top story about China and COVID and concerns the virus could spread again when Beijing reopens its borders next week. The United States is the latest to announce travel restrictions. It's making it mandatory for people coming in from China to test negative for COVID two days before arrival. Italy, Japan and India have also imposed mandatory testing for Chinese travellers. Hospitals in China are under siege from a new wave of Covid cases after the government relaxed many of its rules. In Wuhan, emergency wards are crammed with people needing oxygen masks. One hospital in Shanghai says it expects half of the city's five million people to get infected by the end of the week. In Beijing, healthcare workers say patients are being turned away because of a lack of beds and resources. Howard Bernstein is a doctor in the city. The hospital is just overwhelmed from top to bottom. You know, the, the ER filled up with people. A lot of them got admitted to the hospital They're not getting better in a day or two, so there's no flow. Beijing insists the situation is under control. It says the restrictions are an overreaction. At this press conference, the country's national health system downgraded the virus to a Category B, meaning they won't be publishing numbers on infections. But figures from one UK-based health data company suggest China is facing more than a million infections and 5,000 deaths every day. The new upsurge comes after President Xi Jinping's government suddenly abandoned strict measures aimed at stamping out the virus following mass protests. Australia, which has strong ties to China, says there'll be no change in policy. Well, there were reports of one plane touching down initially from China where they tested everybody. 52% of the people were positive for COVID. Simon Calder is a travel expert. They basically just said, we don't trust the Chinese data, all of which alarmed the US Centers for Disease Control. The UK says it has no plans to introduce restrictions either. Meanwhile, European Union health officials are meeting today to discuss the situation. A sound all too familiar to many Ukrainians once again rang out across the country. 
a signal of further Russian missile attacks. Blasts were heard in Kyiv, Odessa and Kharkiv on Thursday morning, and a presidential office advisor said that over 100 missiles were incoming in several waves across the country. In his annual New Year's address to the Ukrainian parliament on Wednesday, President Zelensky celebrated the warriors of the war, calling them the hope of peace, the hope of the world that the time of empires cannot be returned. They will win, he says. In his pursuit of peace, President Zelensky has proposed a 10-point plan that includes Russia respecting his country's territorial integrity and pulling out its troops. But Moscow has rejected the terms, calling instead for Ukraine to accept its annexation of four regions in the south and east. Katerina Malafieva is a reporter in Kyiv and believes victory over Russia is the way forward. The only way to proceed is uh, to launch the counteroffensive, and we understand that um, it might happen also during this winter. It might happen in spring. It's been the toughest year for Ukraine, but Ukraine is brave because there is no other choice to be brave, right? Meanwhile, in her son. There was an abrupt explosion. I grabbed what I had at reach, the blanket, anything I could see. The windows and glass started to shatter. I saw that all the doctors were already in the corridor. They started gathering the girls and went to the basement to hide. Patients in a maternity ward are shaken after it was hit by a Russian missile, with new mothers scrambling to seek shelter. On Wednesday, Russia launched 33 missiles at the recently liberated city. According to Ukrainian officials, no one in the maternity wing was hurt. You're listening to The World in 10, analysis and insight into global events, all in just 10 minutes. On the way, Pope Francis asks for prayers to be sent to his predecessor, and a rapper is reported missing. Before all that tragedy in Cambodia, where a big fire has devastated a casino in the northwest of the country, Dramatic images show the Grand Diamond City Hotel consumed by flames and rescuers attempting to help people from a burning ledge. The fire at the gambling complex in Poi Pet on the border with Thailand raged for several hours. The reports people were trapped by the fire which engulfed the building. A harrowing video online shows flames shooting in the air and people can be seen jumping from their hotel rooms. The authorities say at least 10 people are confirmed dead, but that number could rise. Dozens more are injured. Around 400 people were staying at the complex. It's one of a number of casinos clustered along the Cambodian-Thai border. It's become a popular destination for visitors from Thailand, where most forms of gambling are illegal. To the Vatican now, where Pope Francis has announced that his predecessor, Pope Benedict, is very sick. I would like to ask all of you for a special prayer for Pope Emeritus Benedict, who in silence is sustaining the Church. The leader of the Catholic Church said in a statement that Benedict had a sudden turn of worsening health on Wednesday, but his condition is under control and the former Pope was receiving constant medical attention. In 2013, Benedict became the first pontiff in 600 years to step down, a move that has caused some tension. Conservatives within the church have often looked to the former leader as their standard bearer, but Francis has often praised Benedict, likening the 95-year-old to a grandfather figure. 
Until a few weeks ago, those who'd seen Benedict said his body was very frail, but his mind was still sharp. With another female Iranian athlete defying her country's hijab ruling, here's John Jackson. Iranian chess player Sara Kadem is the latest female sportsperson from the country to compete without a mandatory hijab. Kadem appeared at the World Rapid and Blitz Chess Championships, which runs until Friday in Amalti, Kazakhstan. Iran's been swept by demonstrations against the country's clerical leadership since mid-September. It's after 22-year-old Iranian Kurdish woman Masa Amini died in the custody of morality police who detained her for inappropriate attire. Laws enforcing mandatory hijab wearing have become a flashpoint during the protests, with a string of sportswomen competing overseas appearing without their headscarves in public. In November, Deputy Iranian Sports Minister Mariam Kazemipour said that athletes who acted against Islamic norms regretted their actions afterwards and are looking for an opportunity to make up for their mistake. Grammy-nominated rapper Theophilus London has been reported missing. His family filed a missing persons report earlier this week but believes that no one has spoken to the rapper since July. In a statement, they have also appealed to the public for help. Addressing the rapper, his father, Larry Moses London, said, All your friends and relatives are searching for you, and asked him to send us some signal. In 2016, Philophilius was nominated for Best Rap Performance for a featured spot on Kanye West's song, All Day. And while the missing rapper regularly posts on Instagram, he hasn't since July. It is believed his last location was in Los Angeles. And finally, a butt sold for £4,000, or almost $5,000 last year. Imagine what the whole thing could fetch. I'm talking about cigars, of course, and in particular those connected with Winston Churchill. He was a lifelong smoker. In fact, his mum was so worried about him at school, she tried to bribe him to stop by promising him a pistol and a pony, as you do. Britain's former Prime Minister gave the cigar, a whole unsmoked one, to an RAF doctor who helped him when he broke his leg in 1962. For years, the treasured cigar was kept in a bedside drawer. It will now go under the hammer on January the 9th at an auction house in the UK and is expected to make around £3,000, or almost $4,000. Proving, of course, that not smoking pays. You've been listening to The World in 10 for Thursday the 29th of December. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.